1: Hello, guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, guys, you are so welcome to this channel, Narc Khan. And if you're new, please pop down to the comments and just leave your name and say hi. It's, it's great to have you here. So on this channel, we firmly, passionately believe that if you understand who you are dealing with in your narcissist or whatever narcissistic dynamic you were dealing with. Once you understand that you are so well ahead on the path of healing. Today, I'd like to really delve into the understanding of what motivates a narcissist. And that's why I'm doing this particular video. This video will cover what actually makes narcissists lose their mind. What would trigger them and really annoy them? What do they hate most? And the purpose of this is so that you understand the narcissist better and the drivers behind the narcissism. And therefore you will understand what you were dealing with and heal quicker. I will say in relation to this, you have to be in a place where you're healthy in mind, body and soul, you feel strong and you're not in danger of a narcissist taking out their hate and their vitriol on you when or if you put these things in place. Because remember, the narcissistic personality disorder in itself, whether you want to take it from a psychological point of view or a spiritual point of view or both, also comes on a spectrum. So. The covert narcissist can be a psychopath, can be a sociopath, they can have all those other elements to them. They can be highly violent or they can be go behind your back and do you a lot of damage. So it's good to know these and use your discretion if you are going to put these things in place with the narcissist in your life and be safe. So with that said, let's get straight into them. So how I usually or often attack things is I look at this as a war. I look at this as a spiritual war. I look at this as a war on all levels of survival. And we have the narcissist and we have the ordinary human or the empathic human. Anyone basically that has empathy for another human being. The narcissist is driven by different Criteria in the world to that of a normal human being. So in warfare we must or strategically we must be strategic. So we must look at the narcissist's drivers, the things that are important to the narcissist. And if you look at that you have the pinpoints, you have the air force bases, you have the The harbour where the narcissist keeps their weapons and their big ships, etc. Just using that analogy. And you hit at them in order to annoy or trigger or drive a narcissist crazy. Because you're hitting at their strongholds. Just as the narcissist hits at your strongholds. Things that are important to you. So the narcissist The narcissist's strongholds are power, control, and fuel. So that's what I'm going to get at. And that's to explain to you how I know that these things would drive a narcissist to lose their minds, particularly if all of these things are put in place by you. This is how to shut a narcissist down for good and for all. So let's get into it. Number one is if you show the narcissist, let a narcissist know that you know who they are so that you see totally behind the mask. And you can do this by just looking at them and kind of raising your eyebrows and looking totally disenchanted and not emotional. You can give them that particular look and they know that you know who they are. So it's basically, you see that angry, shameful, distressed, agitated, hateful person behind the mask, who's destructive, who's full of envy. That's what the mask is there to hide. So you can actually even say it to their face. Look, mate, I know who you are. There's no point in continuing with this charade. You can say it with a short sentence or a look, but they will know energetically. They will know if you're at a point where they don't matter to you and that you can totally see them as they are. And that drives a narcissist crazy because remember, guys, That hits at their power. They're powerless over you once they can't trigger you. Their control is gone because they're not able to hide who they are any longer. And you're not giving them fuel. You're not giving them negative or positive fuel. You're just stating the fact that you know who they are. And they know who they are. And it's a pretty crap person behind that mask. The second thing is to be totally non-emotional. Because the narcissist, as we know, uses your emotions against you. That um, Your emotions are the narcissist's bullets, so to speak. So if you don't put fuel in their gun, they cannot do you any harm. So being non-emotional also takes away their power, their control and their fuel. And it It disempowers them because they cannot project their shit onto you, basically. They cannot spew out the feelings that they carry around day after day after day of annoyance, irritability, hate, jealousy, envy, all those negative emotions that the mask is there to hide. And in order for them to disown their inner true self the mask is there but to spew out their true their true horrible self they critique you and get you to act emotionally in pain or support the mask so by actually by actually being non-emotional they can't get the reaction fuel or have power or control over you so they can 't project, so they 're stuck with themselves, they have no outlet, they have no target to fire their inner disgusting self onto that 's a pretty powerful way to annoy a narcissist, particularly if you were their primary source of supply, or someone in their family that they 've always always scapegoated, or someone in work or a friend who you 've been there to allow them to abuse and to project onto you, the person that they actually are inside. So number three, exposing a narcissist in front of other people. This is, this is like hurling a missile at them. This is breaking down their mask. It's showing in public who they actually are. So the people that they get fuel and supply from are all going to be shut down. So it's like shutting down all of their airports all at once. And how do you do this? How do you expose a narcissist in public? You do expose a narcissist when there are other people there that are actually crucial to their show, to their play act, to their believing in their mask. And you you state something that maybe the narcissist has said to you. Or a statement that they make in front of other people, you say that's actually not true because of this, or perhaps it's an issue that you have yourself and it's not an issue with the other person, or you don't partake in the gossip and you state the facts of the truth. So other people are kind of left looking at the narcissist, knowing that what you're saying is true. Some some may not want to, some may want to stay with the narcissist still, but if you actually say the truth in front of the narcissist and other people, you, you will know from your own point of view what would be effective in that moment. But you do it in a very logical way, in a very non-emotional way, in a very irrefutable way and it's out there and it's threatened the narcissist in a big way. Because they have to keep that mask in place. Number four I've got is if you ignore a narcissist, if you go no contact, if you don't even open the messages, say that they sent you initially, and then you block them, block them everywhere, if you don't give feedback to flying monkeys, if you actually don't care that they exist and they know that because you have absolutely no contact with them you have absolutely no reaction you don't talk about them to anyone that that might get back to them that you're actually acknowledging their presence so no contact is huge and people say you know paula is no contact it seems such a cruel thing to do to someone i've been with for so long If you're making a no contact regime in order to heal and protect yourself and you've had you've done everything possible you can do with this narcissist to help them, to love them, to provide for them and to talk to them and to try and make a relationship work. And they have continually abused you. No contact is actually putting up a defense against missiles coming in at you. No contact is the only way you can get out of that hell on earth that a narcissist creates when an empathic person or when a normal person is enmeshed in the narcissist's world, when they're believing the illusion of the narcissist and who they are and also believing the projection that the narcissist is putting back upon you as you know, being your own fault and introspecting and, and taking the... Am- Taking the missiles as they come at you and, you know, causing yourself damage, that has to stop. In order for you to get out of that Alice in Wonderland nightmare, undergrowth of a forest, of a maze that the narcissist puts you in when we call it being under their spell, you have got to get out of that world and see reality see the world as it is and not the world through the narcissist's eyes which is honestly like the matrix it, it actually doesn't exist it's a it's a creation of the narcissist so no contact is a healing thing for you to do and it's not cruel because it's not driven by that it's driven by your motivation to heal and to get away from something that's darn evil the fifth thing you can do is you can make an unfavorable comparison in relation to the narcissist's ego, ego defense system. Their ego is, their ego is them. They've created this ego. Egotisticals matter to a narcissist. Status, outwardly things, looks, um, wealth, all those things are the drivers for the narcissist because they give power control and they can bring fuel to the narcissist. You know, if they've, if they've money, they have control because they can bring people in who will do their bidding because they're wealthy. If they look good, they can bring people in and attract people for fuel and have a certain level of control over them because of the status of the person. So if you you are there and narcissists are highly competitive, you will like I have no doubt in your relationship find, find yourself or found yourself actually competing with the narcissist. They set everything up as a competition. And it's such a, a weird feeling in a relationship to feel like you're in competition with the person that purportedly is supposed to love you. So if you say to a narcissist when you're with them, um Gosh, that guy or that girl, they have a lovely car. I mean, that car is really superior to anything I've ever seen. And implying that, you know, the narcissist's car or whatever they have isn't or wow, you know, that person is so wealthy or gosh, look at that person. They're stunning. Their looks are amazing. I absolutely really am attracted to their looks. They're fantastic. They're the best I've ever seen. That, that. drive a narcissist crazy because instead of them being the superior one who has the power and control and is the best you know puller in of fuel and because they really believe in their superiority they have to be the best the most superior the most godlike and you're actually saying well actually because you say that there's someone out there that's better that means that the narcissist isn't The black and white thinking kicks in and they feel totally inferior. So they will fight for, they will fight for your putting them on the pedestal as being the best there possibly is. It's very childlike. It's very shallow. It's very narcissistic. That's what's important to the narcissist. Power, control, and the ability to get fuel. So again, you're hitting at a stronghold with the narcissist. Number six I've got is if you, again, coming back to the emotional state, if you are non-triggerable, if you do not fight back, if a narcissist is not able to provoke you into taking into dropping your shield and allowing them to trigger you to fight back to get into onto their battlefield where they're superior where they can call the shots so to speak they can bring you onto their battlefield they can trigger you emotionally get you into a state where you can't see logic where you can't see reality for what it is then again they have power to get you to do this, to believe what they're actually saying, to trigger you into a fight, to trigger you into a chaotic world where they have control and they're getting oodles of fuel from you because they've managed to fulfill the three criteria, power, control and fuel. There are three strongholds. Remember that and you are so well on the way to understanding who a narcissist is and what and how to fight them. And guys, if you have any additional things that you know really annoy a narcissist, please leave them in the comments. That would be very helpful for everyone here. Number seven I've got written down is, this is a really powerful one. The truth. The truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. The truth has an energy to it. The truth always, always comes out. Sometimes people say, I don't see this. The narcissist has set things up and people are believing the narcissist. It may take time. It may take time, but the truth always comes out. The narcissist's existence is built on a lie. Their very mask is built on a lie. And as they go through life, the lies stack up and mount up. And eventually, it's like a house of cards. Have you ever built those houses where you start at the bottom with cards? You build another level and another level and another level. Will you get to the very tip top, And it looks amazing. And it looks like, you know, that house of cards that you've built. It's to such a high point that it's amazing. A tip of one of those cards and the whole card thing falls down. That's what the narcissist's existence and reality that they give other people or the story that they make up or the smear campaign or whatever they're doing. That is built on a lie will topple down just like a house of cards and what will be left is the truth the truth always comes out please believe that if you're being very frustrated by a narcissist and people seem to be initially believing the narcissist one by one by one anyone that has normal normality about them that has empathy is a normal human being and that is not narcissistic or a narcissist follower will come to the realization of what the truth is. And again, just be patient with this. The truth and the light are so much stronger than the accumulation of the dark. Number eight, indifference. Indifference is a hard place to come to when you've been through narcissistic abuse. Because we can say when we get to a certain level that we're healed and we don't really care about the narcissist. But we hear something that the narcissist has done maybe, and it upsets us in a certain way, or we get interested to hear and we get a bit immeshed again with the narcissist, maybe through a third party. Total indifference is not caring at all about the narcissist any longer, being totally healed about what you went through, maybe even being at a stage where you're glad that you went through that. And that's a hard stage to get to, but it is a very, very attainable thing because if you hadn't gone through that journey, pain and growth, you may not be the person that you are today, but... That's down to you, nothing to do with the narcissist or the awful experience that they put you through, the war that you went through with them. But the person that you can become because of your endeavors afterwards and being indifferent to them, that is the worst thing you can do to a narcissist. To acknowledge that they are so boring, that they are so average, that they are so nothing. That nothing they have to offer is of any value to you any longer. That is crushing to a narcissist. Because it takes away any power they have over you. Any control over you. And they're getting absolutely no fuel from you. So guys, you you can come up with other things. I know you can. Leave it in the comments. If you go on these three criteria of... What takes a narcissist's power away, what takes their control away, and what takes their fuel away from you as a, you know, what you can do as a person to take those things away. Now, people often get mixed up on this and they say, well, I'm going to tell the narcissist exactly who they are. I'm going to really put them in their place and I'm going to, you know, tell everybody around who they are. That's actually giving them fuel because you are emotionally reacting to them. And they have the power to still emotionally get you to emotionally react. And they still have control over you because they're controlling your emotions. So they're in control of the situation. You're just running into a setup. They've set you up for this to make you look crazy, etc. So that's not being, that's not making a narcissist lose their mind. And when we're coming out of narcissistic abuse, we can get a bit confused about this. So if you stick to these 10 things have another two to do, if you stick to these things, I can tell you the narcissist is going to lose their mind. This will really, really bug them because without the things, these three criteria, they are nothing. They cannot avoid their true self. The mask isn't working anymore. The person, the persona they've created, that's their powerhouse, that enables them to get fuel, that enables them to control you, doesn't work anymore. They have no self-defense or they have no offensive mechanism where they can hurt you. They can no longer hurt you when you do these things. Coming to number nine, rejection. I would imagine that a lot of you who have actually discarded a narcissist because obviously of what they've done, the abuse, maybe the cheating. A lot of you that are on the verge of discarding a narcissist and the narcissist picks up on this, will the narcissist will jump to the discard and try and beat you to it. But if you get there first and you discard a narcissist, that is actually telling them that they have no power, they have no control over you and that you are no longer going to be giving them fuel and that you reject their mask. And in that rejection, they have no longer the mask to hold up. And again, they're left with this angry, embittered, immature, emotionally immature, destructive being that has no one to project out to and that's got to go and find a new target that will believe in the mask and will believe in the narcissist's illusion and delusion. So rejection to them is again, like kryptonite as we've said in other videos, it's devastating. And they they don't like it so much that they will often try and get you back weeks later, days later, hours later with a massive hoover of I'll go to counselling, you're right, I'm so sorry, anything to get back in with you so that they can reject you, so that they have the position that you took. That's how immature, that's how pathetic it is. They will actually stand on their heads and do cartwheels to try and get you back so that they can reject you to keep the mask in place, the illusion in place and number 10, number 10. This is the ability to nearly do all these things. It's to be genuinely happy post narcissistic abuse in yourself with your own life. To be striving forward, to be living a really great life, very purposeful, very successful. Oh my God, that is, that is probably, with all the others, the most potent way to drive a narcissist crazy. You were never meant to recover from narcissistic abuse. It's set up to take you down. It's in my opinion, evilly driven. It's driven by a very dark force. That's sent to obliterate you as a person, to take you off the purpose to which you were born, to disillusion you, to bring you under the power and control of a darker self, being happy, being genuinely happy and successful and that getting reported back to a narcissist. And it will be reported back. The narcissist keeps an eye on you, then you are the narcissist's possession. Remember, in their mind, in their mind, they can always come back at some stage. I mean, they don't know that you're getting education in relation to narcissistic abuse. I mean, they may not even, they, they won't acknowledge that they're a narcissist. Some may, some may, the more depraved or intelligent ones may be very aware of the dark self under which they, under which they travel or by which they travel, but that, first of all, you not um, going totally under and being suicidal, you surviving that stage of narcissistic abuse to maybe getting away and finding it hard. and having a hard time. And remember, guys, these are a lot of stages in the healing. But to progress from just being okay to actually really succeeding. Oh, <laughs> oh, please do it. Please do it because you deserve to do this. And if a narcissist or narcissistic abuse has stimulated you eventually to Dive deep in and bring that strength out in you and live your life to 100% of its potential instead of just jockeying on. That is where we win. That is the spiritual war actually winning. That's the good, that's the light winning. And it's always stronger than the dark. It's always stronger than the dark, guys. Just remember, if you have a dark room, and you have a tiny little light in it. Maybe it's like a red light on the, the TV that hasn't, the power hasn't gone off. Or it's a blue light from your, your plug socket, you know, where you have your phone charging. The light is always stronger because you have, say, 100% dark in the room and you have a tiny percent of light. And that tiny percent of light gives you the ability to see around the room. That's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with the the spiritual warfare in relation to narcissism. You hold on to that tiny piece of light and make it even grow a little bit. And that is the power of the light. So please, please keep on your journey. Remember, the narcissist's house of cards is built on a very fragile structure. The illusion is that it's strong. And don't get me wrong, it can, it can do bad in the world. It can cause, you know, you to lose your job or to lose your home. And to, those things can happen because people don't understand narcissistic abuse. But if you understand the drivers behind it, understand, understand what it is, this is the way to defeat it. These 10 criteria are how to drive the narcissist crazy instead of the narcissist driving you crazy. Now you know, now you know what works if you are in a position where you're safe and able to carry this out. That's the information for you. Please pass it on. Please consider sharing. We need to get this out there so everyone understands what they're dealing with when they come up against a narcissist. Bye from New York City guys and I will see you probably back at home in Ireland. Thanks for now